What's up, Internet? My name is David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That <laughs> is right. It is Monday, October 26th, 2020. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I'm not going to lie. It's a light week of news. Light weekend for news. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit of... I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say like a struggle, but it was... The, the news was thin this the, weekend. The news was very thin. I And, you know, there wasn't a big new movie. No. You know, we didn't have a Love and Monsters like last week. Yeah. Um. There's nothing in theaters, so there's no like... The, the box office is very boring. And talking... I, I would love... Look, I'm a huge, huge, huge box office numbers guy. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love talking about how much movie... How much movie money made. How much <laughs> money movies made. Talking about box office money right now is really sad. Because the box office numbers are basically just how slowly is Tenet making less money. Because, you know, there's no other story right now. There's no there's no interesting comparisons to be made. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't be like, well, this compares to last year's weekend, uh, this same weekend last year. So, like, last year there wasn't COVID. Because last year there were movies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah I, I think, what, last was it Chapter 2 this time last year? Yeah, probably. It's Halloween, and we don't really have, like, a Halloween movie. No, I think I yeah. There's not really one that that that's certainly broken through the mainstream. I know that there's. Um, I've seen ads for something called The Empty Man. Um, I have not. Yeah, I watched. Uh, well, I wouldn't show you that trailer. Um, that's nice of you. I know. I do care about you sometimes. Um, the Empty Man trailer is uh, <gasps> is fine. I don't know. Yeah, you're like that. Does not entice me to. The, there's watch there's this. like a there's a there's a trope in horror movies that's just like the something man. And it's like the no no man, the whisper man, the slender man, the beba man. And they're all like the same concept where it's like you learn the name and then it haunts you for a bit and then it kills you. Coming this October, the man. Um, the boogeyman. <laughs> well, and Rich Alpha Gaming, they're all, they're all trying to be the boogeyman. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe this movie's great. I don't know. But it definitely just felt a little bit like, oh, okay, seen it. Yeah, um, I think they're gonna start listing off every single something man movies. I wish I wish they would. You know what? I wish they would. I want to know how Boogeyman became named the Boogeyman when like a boogie is like a dance. I'm I'm. You know what? Without looking it up, <laughs> I'm going to say racism. Without without even attempting to look it up. I'm going yeah, to probably. assume it has something to do with uh, American racism towards black people. You know what? You're probably right. I don't want it to be that, but I'm just going to assume. Yeah. Because that's... Because that's that movie is old. That's like that whole that Yeah, the concept of the boogeyman is, is old. predates, you know, the movie. Yeah, certainly. yeah. Um, hmm. Ham is saying the new Invisible Man movie isn't bad, to be honest. Um, yeah, I've heard really good things about it. I've heard that... Um, Almost said Elizabeth Olsen, but it is not Elizabeth Olsen. It is, uh, oh my god, from Handmaid's Tale. I cannot remember her last name. It's not the third Olsen? It is not the third Olsen. No, no, no. It is not the most talented Olsen. Truly. Elizabeth Moss. (laughs) Thank you, Rhiannon and Kate. Uh, Elizabeth Moss is excellent in that movie, uh, and she's just excellent in everything. Elizabeth Moss. Help me place her. Handmaid's Tale? She's the lead in Handmaid's Tale. She also plays, um, 
the daughter of uh, the president on West Wing in a role that she's really... It's like one of her like breakout roles at the beginning of her career, and she's really, really good. She's also in Mad Men, which uh, neither of us have seen. Have you... You've never seen anything Elizabeth Olsen's in? Moss. Moss. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. I I just... Here's the thing. I keep saying Elizabeth Olsen because I want to watch... WandaVision so bad. True, true. We got WandaVision on the brain, guys. <laughs> Derived from boggy, a middle-English word meaning something frightening. Oh, okay, I was wrong. Well, there we go. I'm glad I'm wrong. Hammy I... and Cappy fucking pulling it through with the, them them facts. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm glad I was wrong. Me too. I'm, I'm disappointed in myself, honestly. I mean, yeah. I think it it's was a, not a bad guess. I think it's a. I think it's in. I, I recently found out that the word spooky is derived in like a racist um, past, and so I think that that's kind of where my mind is from. Which which is a weird, which is tough. Yeah. Especially considering like the proliferation of that word within the Twitch community. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is. It is interesting to think about. You know, I, I think whenever I try and like look at times of years, Thanksgiving, Halloween. These, these, you know, holidays and these traditions, um, I, I, I am trying to be more mindful as I'm getting more uh, old that I am paying attention to the roots of some of these ideas and where mm-hmm. they come from. And um, uh, it, it has been a it's, it's a tough it's a tough journey at times to understand, like, the roots of the language that you're using and how to better um, speak for your fellow man yeah. uh, and women and non-binary peoples. But uh, yeah, that's I think that's where my mindset was. Yeah, that that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's nowadays you really never know. <laughs> you really don't, and it, it is it is it is weird how. It is weird how much language, not to get too much into it, but it's weird how much of our own language we don't understand where it came from. We just yeah. like accept it and use it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't really ask questions. Like, the one that we learned over the summer with with your mom was, like, grandfather cause. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, we'll we were f- like, oh, okay, well, we'll find something new then. Um, but it is, it, uh, it is the beginning of Halloween week. Um, we're going to do some very fun Halloween stuff on uh, our channels across here. We have a very cute, creepy, sexy Halloween cosplay coming out on the mm-hmm. Patreon uh, on Halloween. And, you know, I'm definitely going to be playing some horror games this week. Yep. Claris will not. I mean, um, Subnautica counts. Subnautica is not a horror game. Um, you're wrong. <laughs> okay, Subnautica is not a horror game. It is a game that scares you. And those Chat? are different things. <laughs> is Subnautica a horror game? Because... It's freaking frightening, okay? <laughs> um, you you ran it into someone after playing Subnautica who said that they had a fear of dark open waters. Yeah, it's like, I think, philosophobia. Yeah, and I can't imagine. No, oh my god. It's already scary enough without that, like, added deep-rooted fear of, like, the ocean. You know what I mean? Like, yes, yes, I, uh, I, I did reach my, my, my sub-goal. Mm-hmm. Which means that on Saturday I will be um, playing some horror VR. I can't wait! I'm so excited. <laughs> I don't know what I'm playing yet. Um, Phasmophobia has been suggested, mm-hmm. um, and we'll have to see. I don't really want to spend a lot of money on a game. I'm only going to play for like thirty minutes. Um, so it either has to be one that we already have or one that's not going to be too expensive. So phasmophobia, possibly. 
I I think if it's phasmophobia, you might have to do more than 30 minutes. Just because you have to get through the tutorial. And, like, the tutorial can't count as your 30 minutes. Is the tutorial scary? Not really. Because I could do the tutorial off stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that, like... And you can do the tutorial not in VR. Yeah. I just think that, like, the tutorial... It, it just... The phasmophobia is a really great game. Um... It's, it really is. I've been enjoying the heck out of it. I played it in VR for the first time last night. Yeah. And Phasmophobia in VR is wild. It is so tense and creepy. I really... I thought the game was... I, the game is good on desktop, but in VR it's a whole other level. And... Oh, yay. No, but it's not... It's not this... It's not... It wasn't that it was scary. It's that it's so tense. And, like, the tension is really... What's fun about it is the, like, not knowing. Yeah. Um... I just think that the the learning curve for that game is a little... It takes a long time to, like, get into it. Right. Um, and you could literally spend a half hour trying to figure out how the spirit box works. Fair enough. Well, you know, if you're going to play it this week, maybe I'll actually, like, watch your streams. Do it. And see how this works. We, we've been going for a while, and we have not yet talked about any news. True. Should we get into the news? Let's do it. Um, Shang-Chi, uh, the Marvel film... Starring mm-hmm. Simu Liu, who is a wonderful Canadian actor, mm-hmm. has wrapped. They have officially ended filming. Uh, the majority of their filming taking place in COVID times, if not all of it, actually. I'm not sure when they started it. Yeah. Um, but they managed to get through their entire production in Australia without so much as a COVID blip on the uh, news radar. Mm-hmm. And it, it gives me a lot of hope, honestly. I was really excited to see Simu um, Liu's tweet. Uh, a very rousing um, tweet uh, about how excited he is to be in the first all-Asian cast superhero film. Yeah. Um, don't go into the comments on that tweet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, the people on Twitter are awful. Yeah. But uh, the, I'm, I'm really excited for this film. I think uh, Shang-Chi is a really interesting character. I think diving into the martial arts side of the Marvel Universe, which has always been such a prevalent part of... That universe is really aw- uh, really awesome to see, and totally. I, I can't wait for it. And just to see a movie star, uh, the, the star of a movie, put out a tweet that's like, I'm so excited for you to see this in theaters in nine months. It's going to do really well. And I'm like, that kind of optimism is what I need right now. Yeah, I'm like, I need I need that positive reinforcement because right now it's like, it's like, oh, that didn't do well. That's had to pause filming. That's been pushed back, and you're just like, oh, God. So we need we need a little more light and positivity, and that's, you know, it's nice to see. <laughs> yeah, it definitely it's is. it's because he's Canadian. It, well, I mean, it probably is because he's Canadian. <laughs> I do love that uh, Shang-Chi's played by Canadian, and the new Miss Marvel is also Canadian, so we're, we're crushing it as far as casting. Uh, Muddles40 in the chat is saying, the people of Manchester seem perplexed about the nature of the lockdown that then is bypassed by the cast and crew currently producing the new Batman film in their streets. Yeah, that is fair. Yeah. Yeah. I would be like, wait, what? What? I I think it's especially fair. And I think it's the difference between Shang-Chi and Batman, right? Because, like, Shang-Chi managed to film without a single COVID conversation that I heard. Um, Yeah. I didn't see anything. And now, having said that, you know, Disney Disney has its way to hide things that other companies don't have. Um... But uh, That's <laughs> as a little red dot just like lands on my forehead. <laughs> um, uh, but the Batman, in contrast, has had the Batman get COVID. Yeah. 
Yeah, which means, like, you, you know, that something was missed there. You know, like, because they were taking precautions. What do you mean something was missed? Like, either there was, um, um, like, some kind of slip in their, like, defenses that they were doing, like, to try and protect against it, or, like, what? <laughs> just when you said, like, some kind of slip in their defenses, I just pictured, like, them having, like, armed guards <laughs> surrounding the set. No, but, like... <laughs> and there's, like, a little COVID burglar that's, like, trying to sneak in, like, Mission Impossible style. No, but here's the thing. You know, like, we know we know what the, what the precautions are to prevent against COVID and that they can be extremely effective. And so the fact that he got yeah. it says to me that either, you know, somebody wasn't taking it seriously mm-hmm. or that there was... Well, you know, there was probably a lapse in judgment somewhere. Yeah, I would, I would assume that he didn't get it on set. Yeah, you know what I mean. I and just based on what I've seen, what 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 we've been seeing from these COVID precautions. I mean, we we were reading that story. Um, Anthony Mackie was commenting on the COVID precautions on the set of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, and it does seem to me like the um, the COVID precautions that these sets have in place are strict. Yes, Anthony Mackie was saying that even with masks on the crew was like getting in the way of people being six feet yeah you know like somebody would come up to you and be like move 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 like you yeah which i think is if you're gonna be out in the world you know you have to do that Mm -hmm. look at you know the cases in toronto have spiked up yeah um and you know we're we're thankfully in a position where we're not going outside um and you know we get our groceries and shopping done and and that's essentially it like yeah uh, we, you know, I, I was commenting on the fact that we've only filled up uh, our, our gas tank once this whole month. Yeah. Because I drive it maybe once a week. Yeah. The car. And so I think that, you know, to see that the COVID precautions on set seem to be very strong. Yes. I think what's happening is in a case like Robert Pattinson, he's bringing it from outside. Yeah. Which means he did, he probably did something stupid. <laughs> or, Sorry. or he just, or, or he just was like in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know what I mean? Like, like we... The, I guess, but, like, where would he, you know, <clears throat> where would he have picked it up? Well, but he has to be driven around. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, they're so... In order to get Batman around Liverpool to film their movie... That's true. It could have been someone on his staff yeah, who exposed it, him and... Yeah, yeah, you know, that It could that have totally literally fair. been anything. You know what I mean? It's not... It, it's so hard to know. Yeah, and unless the, the, and they might know. They might have contact traced it, and, like, they just don't want to reveal that publicly because... Sorry, Manchester, okay. not Liverpool. Oh, God, I can never go to England now. I'll be... You'll I'll be, be shot. No, 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 no. I'll be beaten to death with a cricket bat. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, um, my, my grandfather's team is Liverpool. Oh, interesting. I think that's... I think that means that's where he's from. My my team is AFC Wimbledon because nerd fighters. Um, but, you know, I... It, to see, like, a production like Shang-Chi manage to get through filming mm-hmm. without any big COVID scares that we're aware of, yeah. finish their movie, and, like, you know, it's... Life isn't going back to normal yet. In fact, in right. the States, life is getting kind of crazier with their numbers. But, you know, mm-hmm. the fact that some of these things are able to keep moving um, d- does does bring me a little bit of comfort and a little bit of joy. Um, yeah. And, you know, just to see... I just... I need joy. I need, like... I need positivity right now. Yeah. Because it's, it's tough. Yeah. You know, we were commenting yesterday about how we we're just always in this apartment. And it's yeah. fine because our apartment's nice and we love each other, thankfully. Um, <laughs> but it is, it is a, it's a, it's a tough time to not have like new things. 
And yeah. to not have, like, new experiences and new people. and Yeah. Mm. Well, and when I imagined, you know, bringing you to Toronto, I, I imagined, like, showing you around the spots that I like to go, the, mm-hmm. like, you know, places that were memorable for me. And we haven't really been able to do that. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh, here's Eaton Center. And, like, as we drive by, I'm like, I used to work there. But, you know, I, I haven't taken you to my favorite crepe place yet. You no. know, my favorite patisserie. We haven't gone to any, like, game stores, really. Like, mm-hmm. face-to-face games, 401. You know, those those kind of businesses. And, it, it, like, it's, it's kind of it's kind of sad. It, in a way, it honestly... Like, some days it doesn't really feel like I'm home in Toronto. Mm-hmm. You know? Especially because this is, like, a, a new part of the city for myself. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and mm-hmm. so, you know, it's... Um, I am also learning the area, mm-hmm. um, even though I have a better general sense of, like, how the city is laid out. So it's, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's nice to see something positive, um, nice that to see that new stuff is still coming out and being, like, hopefully successful. You know, yeah. the actors behind it are like, we got something good here. Um, and so it's, you know, it's, it's just a matter of hunkering down until we can... Uh, you know, till we can get out and about again. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we're getting out and about in our own ways. You know, yeah. we have a photo shoot later today that we're very excited for. And, and there's yeah. things, you know, socially distant things where I'm sure the photographer will be 12 feet away from us with I a mean, longer yeah, lens. I mean, yeah, we're going to be outside. Um, <laughs> we're literally... Well, yeah, you're going to be freezing, but... Um... It'll be chilly. <laughs> but, you know, it's going to be it's gonna be nice. It's going to be work. Yeah. And it's going to be a chance for us to, you know, drive out and, and see a little bit more of Ontario. And yeah. it's... <laughs> yeah. Cappy Archer says, "Yeah, I'm stir crazy as heck." Well, here's the thing. Uh, if you if you don't know who Cappy Archer is, he's a very uh, lovely streamer friend of ours. Mm-hmm. But Cappy, you also decided to start a Sims Four playthrough that took place in a bunker during a pandemic. So I feel like you really made this worse on yourself, my <laughs> friend. I feel like you, <laughs> you you made a choice there, bud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, our, our, my aunt is asking, um, our photo shoot today is out in the, um, Kitchener-Waterloo area. Um, so it'll be a nice little drive and, wait, what? Oh, <laughs> I was trying to, wow, wow, Justin just got called out so hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and on that note, uh, on the flip side of Shang-Chi, uh, coming, uh, f- wrapping up their filming, we have the filming for Spider-Man 3 beginning, which is huge news because uh, I just saw pictures last week of Tom Holland on set for Uncharted. Yeah. And so I think Tom Holland might be the busiest person in COVID. Yeah. Like, what, he doesn't stop. <laughs> he like, really doesn't. He put out that Devil All the Time movie, yeah. filmed Uncharted, and now is starting a Spider-Man movie. I wish I was that busy. <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be nice to be a movie star and yeah. to be 22 and Is he have 22? abs? I have no idea. Oh, I was like... <sighs> if you told me Tom Holland was 16, I'd be like, yeah, sure. And if you told me Tom Holland was like 30, I'd be like, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to know. Um, it's fine. I'll just... Yeah. On the, on the backside, oh my gosh, he's 24. That's fine. I only have to go back four years and get insanely popular very quickly, uh, make a bunch of very popular movies, including the largest movie in the world, and then I can have accomplished as much as Tom Holland. Um, Makes me feel great. On, on the on the uh, just before filming starts on this movie, John Cena tweeted out a photo of Sandman, 
a picture of Sandman from the comics. Huh. Do you think we're going to see a John Cena Sandman in Spider-Man 3? Oh my god. He's got the jawline for it. I will say that. Like, if you're going to cast a Sandman, mm-hmm. Thomas Hayden Church was the perfect Sandman in, in the original Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Do you think they do Sandman Spider-Man 3 twice? Because here's the thing. That Spider-Man 3 movie... Didn't do well. Woof. Yeah, woof. <laughs> it's um, not beloved. No, it is not. Here's the thing. Maybe... I, I don't know if that's the what the movie we really need right mm. now. Maybe he's <clears> just <throat> projecting. You know, maybe John Cena's projecting into the universe... This would be great, and is just hoping that somebody is watching. Hammond Tater says uh, Sandman was their favorite part of Spider-Man 3, and you're right. Mm-hmm. Thomas Hayden Church's performance in that movie is excellent. Yeah. I just think it's very funny that the, 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 the casting rumors out of this movie have been that Tom Hardy's going to be in it as Venom. And now we're seeing Sandman, and I'm like, wait, are... Because here's what happened. X-Men did First Class, Dark Phoenix, Apocalypse, uh, and then... Or no, sorry, X-Men, Days of Futures Past, then Apocalypse. And then they were like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go back and we're going to do Dark Phoenix again. Even though Dark Phoenix, the third X-Men movie, was a big flop. Was it was <sighs> was a, was a not good. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man is doing so well. I know, don't worry. <laughs> and I'm like, are you remaking Spider-Man 3 by putting Venom... <laughs> And yet, don't... And just... Sandman in it? Are we doing the, are we doing the same movie They're again? They're like, can we have a do-over? And we're like, just move on. And this is a movie that also has Jamie Foxx coming back as Electro. I'm like, are you just like, what... I would, you know Wild. What, if Kevin Feige was sitting in his office one day and was like, you know what? I'm going to take everything that didn't work in every Spider-Man movie that everyone else made. And I'm going to make it work. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm going to, it's going to happen. I'm going to show them all. <laughs> everyone who laughed at me, I'm going to show them. <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's what this is. Uh, what if Kevin Feige built the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe in order to redeem Spider-Man 3? What if that was his whole plan all along? Oh my god. That's some, like, next level planning. Truly. I... I... No. No. <laughs> I, I, I put my foot down for that. That's not... <laughs> I can't wait to see the pitch meeting. I'm... Uh, I mean, Sinister Six is a great part of the Spidey universe, says Rhiannon Cates. Yes. And if this is a Sinister Six movie, Rhiannon, I'm so in. I, I love the idea of Sinister Six. I think that, yeah. like... I think that you can get away with Sinister Six movie if you don't try to make all of the villains interesting. There would be too much. Yeah, it's it's you have to kind of just let some of the villains be live on their own reputation. I think the nice thing about a Sinister Six movie is that you don't have to give Vulture much to do because Michael Keaton's Vulture really stood out, and like we know him. Yeah. You don't need to give him a lot in the movie. Yeah, um, they already have a reputation. We like we know. Jamie Foxx is Electro. Like, just put him in a cool costume. Give him lightning powers. Whatever, right? Um, Sandman. The audience has already known him. I, I think the only character in that movie that you really have to like put some time into would be like the Doc Ock of the group. Whoever the mastermind is, give that person the villain arc and have everyone else be henchmen. And, you know, don't worry about it too much. Especially if you're going to have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and Tom Hardy. And it's going to be, like, end game, but it's Tom all... Holland. No, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's going to be Venom in the movie. Oh, sorry. I thought you were naming the Spider-Man. No, no. I was naming the... I, Tom fair. Tom Holland is obviously going to be in the film. No, no. Fair. I'm um, going to say... Yeah, but Tom Hardy... Yeah. Is also going to... Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And, like, look, the idea of Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and Tom Holland, and Venom, three Spider-Men and Venom going up against Sinister Six, that is a $4 billion movie. That might be the highest grossing movie of all time. So I'm in. I'm in. Actually, yeah. I just talked myself into it. That sounds like the... I don't... That's the greatest thing I've ever thought of, and I didn't even think of it. I, I guarantee you that's something that... It's either thought of, it's either gonna be incredible or like oof. and I just I see I disagree I think really? that no matter what the one action sequence where all ten of those characters are on screen together is gonna be great and I don't care about the rest of the movie yeah all right I guess I would pay just to see that see, see in the yeah. theaters yeah all right and game the Spider Verse yes Rockman should... truly <clears throat> Rockman figured out the title and game the Spider and game the Spider perfect. It suits it perfectly. <clears throat> um, let's move on to the, let's move on to some news that isn't quite as fun or happy. Um, Dang, Facebook is is really is really pushing the limits of this Oculus stuff. They're yeah shooting themselves in the foot. Um, the news came out over the weekend that not news but it's a, I guess it's news. Um, well, so let's let's start at the beginning. Okay. That for the Oculus, mm-hmm. if you buy the new Quest, you have to sign up. With your Facebook account. Yeah, the Quest 2. The Quest 2, sorry, yes. So your your Oculus account for the Quest 2 is irrevocably tied to your Facebook account. Yeah. Um, and there were people who were buying the Quest 2. Uh, the, the first problem that arose from this was that people didn't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> the like, second what, problem... What the heck? Uh, the second problem was that people would be created Facebook accounts for their um, Oculus Quest 2s. And those accounts would be seen as fraudulent, and so they would get shut down. Yeah. So they would have this device, and they couldn't even use it. Yeah. So they would essentially have a $300 or $400 uh, brick in their apartment. A really, really expensive paperweight. Yeah. And now, the new problem, as if we didn't have enough problems, is they found out, um, people found out now that if you delete your Facebook account Mm -hmm. that is tied to your Oculus Quest 2... You lose, you lose everything <laughs> that you bought in the Oculus account. Yeah. So you can't, um, if you like buy a bunch of games in your Oculus account, those games are not tied to your Oculus account. They're tied through your Oculus account to your Facebook, to your Facebook. and you only own them so long as you keep that Facebook account. Yeah. What the hell? Like, guys. Come on. Yeah, I mean... Look, no one from Facebook is ever going to watch this, but, like, come on. Really? I don't know, like, Rebel. I, I really... Rebel, I don't know. And it's a problem that I have with a lot of things, right? Like, we're getting to this point now where digital media... I love digital media. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It's made my life easier. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not having to own everything in the real world, living in an apartment, and not having to put a disc in every time I want to play a game, but that it's just on the thing. I love yeah. that. But I'm very concerned about the fact that, <sighs> the, that, that, you know, in this world of digital media, we don't own the things that we buy. Yep. Even though we're buying them to own them. Yeah. And that's what I've always felt sort of weird about when I started using Steam and things like that. Because I mm-hmm. was so used to, like, when I had an Xbox, you buy the game and you have the game and, th- like, it's yours. You, you, it, you have it. Unless someone steals it from you, yeah. literally, like, you own it. And so, the, the problem is, like, 
I don't know. Like, what happens if, like, your Facebook gets hacked? Yeah, you know 100%. what I mean? And, like, and it gets shut down. Like, you lose so much. And, like, that makes me incredibly nervous. Yeah, and I think, you know, you know me with my passwords. Like, I'm yeah. a password. I Literally nothing. No, I don't have... I have a couple of passwords on, on accounts for things that don't have, like, my financials tied to them in yeah. any way. But if my credit card is on an account, that account has a unique password. Yeah. Um, and they're nuts, let me tell you. I'm like, well, sorry, what is it again? And it's all these... Fr- I can't. But, but there's no the way to remember it. I've had my identity stolen three times. Yeah. Literally. Like, I, I've, I've been in positions where I was in states or countries where I didn't have access to my money yeah. because someone stole my information. Yeah. One time... I was in Colorado doing Shrek the Musical, and my card got shut down because someone had stolen my information. So I checked my account to see, like, what they bought, and they had paid their gas bill. So on my on my credit card statement, I had their address. <laughs> and so I called the FBI fraud whatever line, and I was like, hi, FBI, my name is David. Um, the person living at this address in Florida uh, stole my information. <laughs> and they were like, how do you know? And I was like, because it's on my phone freaking bill yeah and so the fbi just went and arrested the dude yeah well like and i was like look i'm gonna get that money back i have financial protections on my account right yeah if you're gonna steal my identity buy a tv like buy something nice go all out don't pay off your 66 dollar gas bill yeah and give me your address yeah and they did they bought other stuff they didn't only buy that but they bought a bunch of stuff but i was like don't and that, I'm, I, I, I think that person, like, went to jail for, like, committing tax fraud or committing fraud or Identity whatever. theft, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, dude, like, you you might have gotten away with this if you hadn't been so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't, like, it. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice. Oh, God. Oh. Now, takes notes for Ronnie Slater's <laughs> I promise you, it's almost impossible to steal my identity now. Yeah, truly. Like, he, he has, like, a whole list of passwords, and none of them, like, they're so confusing. And the it's list really of passwords annoying. is behind an encrypted... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's wild. But, um, yeah, so going back to Facebook. Oculus and mm-hmm. Facebook, I think, um, I think this is a really bad move. They are going to turn off a lot of people mm-hmm. from buying this device. They're going to go elsewhere. I mean, honestly, like, if I had... Uh, we knew that we had to link our Facebook to it before, and we mm-hmm. talked about it. We're like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Our lives are public. That's not like that's not a huge issue for us. But the fact that if something happens to our Facebook, we lose all of our purchases, that makes me very uncomfortable. Oh, here's the thing: we're not going to buy Oculus games. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not going to spend my money there. I'm going to buy them on Steam. And we knew that going in. So here's the thing: we. We decided to buy the Oculus Quest 2 because it's the cheapest device. Yeah. The, the, the Oculus Quest 2 plus the We're Oculus not right now. <laughs> plus the Oculus Link cable yeah. costs less than any other VR device. Yeah. And it also has the best screen, apparently. We wouldn't know. We haven't tried them. But because we have the Link cable, we can play our Steam VR games. Like, we were playing Skyrim VR last night off Steam. Yeah. We were playing Phasmophobia. Um, and so because of this news... I'm in a position where I would rather buy the games on Steam yeah. and not worry about the Oculus crap. Use no. the Oculus to play the Steam games. Other than a couple, I'll buy Vader Immortal. You'll buy Vader. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I'm also not, like, I'm not going to delete my Facebook anytime soon. Yeah, like, like we, I'm just, we, yeah, uh, we use our Facebooks, you know. For I, business. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I pretty much exclusively scroll through my Facebook to try to find casting calls. I pretty much exclusively like, share Nerdy Nightly stuff on my Facebook That page. too, that too. I share Nerdy Nightly stuff. <laughs> And I apply for jobs. Like <laughs> I use nerdy I use Facebook to promote Nerdy Nightly and to and to like share like things telling people to vote. Yeah. That's it. The important stuff. Um Muddles is like I'm honestly not surprised that Facebook has mismanaged this. And you know what, Muddles? Same. A social media company maybe doesn't know how to run a gaming device. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe they do. I don't know. I well I, I don't know. We're gonna have to see how this does because honestly I I think a lot of people are going to seriously reconsider or they're going to do what we do and be like, well, I already have this, so I'm going to just use Steam. Yeah, I mean, here's the, and here's the thing, like, there's an interesting conversation, right, around the idea of digital media Mm -hmm. because I was having a conversation with a friend and he was like, I love disc games more than I love digital media. And I was like, but you buy all digital media. He's like, yeah. Because discs stop working. Like, yeah. discs, physical media only lasts as long as the digital, the physical media works. Yeah. But I can, I, you know, and, and it's interesting, right? Because I just, I've been playing Diablo 2 lately. And I downloaded Diablo 2 because I have a code on my Blizzard account that says that for perpetuity, as long as Blizzard is running, I can keep playing that game. Yeah. And so I am playing Diablo 2 on my computer long past my Diablo 2 physical media's existence. Yeah. And I think it's really cool of Blizzard to allow people who have ever owned it in physical media to own it online forever. Yeah, 100%. It's really awesome that by registering my my Diablo 2 with Blizzard, I can download it for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, as long as their servers or whatever are working. Mm-hmm. And the Diablo 2 online servers are still working. For those of you who don't know, I didn't know. It's great. I'm having a lot of fun. Tommy Tsunami and I are about to do a playthrough on Twitch. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, so there is something to be said for the fact that, like, with digital media, the the physical health of your physical thing doesn't matter. Yeah. And there's something to that. The number of games I've broken. Or scratched. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Um, or lost. Yeah. Or had stolen. You know what I mean? Like, I had a game. My, my first Game Boy was stolen. Um from the pool uh it was in my bag and it got my bag got stolen when i was a kid and mm-hmm. i was very sad because that was my original copy of pokemon red um and it was at a time when you could just go to a store and buy another copy of pokemon red and a game boy and um i you know i i worked and saved up for it but yeah um you know there there nowadays if my nintendo switch got stolen i would have to buy another nintendo switch but there's like 40 games in my Nintendo account that I can just download yeah. immediately. Yeah, 100%. And so, you know, I, the arguments for both sides are so tricky. Yeah, it's tough. Um, I think, like, uh, here's the thing. There needs to be some kind of safety net mm-hmm. um, for, for cases like people losing all the games that they paid for because their Facebook account was deleted or hacked or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can't... That's And that's how that's how they're going to get people to trust them. And right now, they are not. They, like, they are just not. 
You know. Sorry, one second. The dark, dark Dispatch in the chat says, Thieves broke in and stole one of Ariel's VeggieTales videos when she was five. She was very upset. I was. It was in the VCR player, and I was furious. They stole the VCR. They stole the VCR, and my... Pl- yeah, <laughs> I, was- I would love it if they left the machine, just stole the video out of it. Yeah, no, I, 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 was, I, was, I was not happy. Um, I, I used to love VeggieTales. You know. Uh, Rockmage says the best, the perfect mix is discs, which you register for infinite access. And you know what? I, I, my actual, my pushback against that is purely just that discs are obsolete now. Because here's the thing. I'm, I buy this physical media. I do. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll buy the disc. I have the disc for, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn right there. We're going to get the Lord of the Rings on Blu-ray when it comes out. Like, the movies are different, though. Okay, fair. Fair for You know what I mean? Like, the the size of movies... Like, you can you can put the whole movie on the Blu-ray. Yeah. So that that disc is running that Blu-ray, it looks perfect on the television. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you, <clears> that's fair. When I plug in that Horizon Zero Dawn into my PlayStation, I put the disc in, and I'm not playing the game. I'm sitting there watching the game download, because the disc can't possibly hold the game... And the disc doesn't have a fast enough write speed. <clears throat> like my the, the 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 CD that you're putting in doesn't have a, as fast a write speed as your SSD. Yeah. And so you're just if we were relying on discs for our media, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the new one, would be like 17 discs long. Yeah. And you'd have to put in a different disc for every single level. Well, and Miller says that um, his gaming laptop has no disc drive, <clears throat> which, you know, <throat> that's the way... My laptop does not have a disc drive. I don't We have yours. three laptops, and yeah. not one of them has a disc drive. You know, like, that's kind of... Um, yeah, mm. we are moving past that. And I mm-hmm. think maybe... <clears throat> I think maybe the way that, like... Um, the Switch is doing it mm-hmm. with the little like, cartridges instead and having like a reader plug in through like USB-C like a memory card does maybe yeah. would be interesting. But I I honestly would feel much more comfortable if I had something physical. Yeah. And it just, it, I think it's more that comfort level because you're, you're right. You can't expect to be put a whole game, especially by today's standard, on a, a disc. And no one is really work, using you know what it I mean? anymore. Yeah. It, it, there, there just isn't a way for that to function. Yeah. You can't... And, 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 you know, in a way, you do have your physical disk. Your SSD is your disk drive. It is your disk. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I don't know, it's just, it's tough, right? Like, if, if Steam as a service were to go down forever, if it were, if the company if were to close, <laughs> we would lose all those games. We just would. Like, you know, we wouldn't, you don't have access to them. Yeah. But at the same time, I love that I don't have to have all of my games downloaded and I can, you know, uninstall them and reinstall them. And It is, yeah, very useful. That's so, I, mm. that, that's like, that's like how banks work, right? Like if, if TD were just to like not exist, you'd lose all your money, right? No. No, never mind. I, I mean, like, that's like, a scary thought. No, there would be like a process for it to shut down though. Oh, like it okay. wouldn't just disappear tomorrow. Okay. It's like, um, <clears throat> just because of federal regulations. Yeah. Like there, there, there would be a sell-off process and then your account would like be bought by another bank. It, it would. I just, yeah, I would hope that there's, you know, something like that for, for Steam. Cause now I'm like, wow, I've, that's a lot of money that could just disappear because I don't have anything. Mm. Like I don't, it, yeah, I can't touch it. It's all numbers on the computer. Yeah, and you can't even open those games without having Steam installed. Yeah. Like even if you even if you install the games, 
you can't, like, when you hit, like, when I open Knights Old Republic yesterday on my Twitch, I opened the Knights Old Republic, and then it goes Steam first. Yeah. And then Steam opens the game. Yes. Uh, and so, you know, we are getting into this um, world where, we are, we are getting into a world where, like, we're going to have almost no physical media. Yeah. Which, you know, is good for minimalists to not, yeah. you know, clutter up the apartment. <laughs> yeah. Good for people like us who just don't have space. <laughs> yeah. But it it does make me nervous. Yeah. You know, that that is that is the thing. It does make me nervous because I feel like I don't really have control or say, you know, if something were to happen. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's a tough conversation to have. I honestly, I think... I think Facebook is fucking up hard. And, um, you know, they need to get their shit together. Because... <laughs> oh, what else is new? Yeah. Truly, what else is new? Facebook... Facebook is becoming so dated. I wish I didn't need it. hmm But I get most of my uh, modeling jobs through Facebook. Like, I would say, like, 90% of them I find through Facebook. And that's the main reason I have it. And also to share our stuff. Um, and also, it's it's like the only way to connect with a lot of family. Like Facebook, sure. I you know I connect with my friends on Instagram and Twitch and um, and Twitter, but I connect with like my aunts and uncles and grandparents on Facebook. Yep. Yeah. Yep, uh, and so you know, and obviously, like as as we age out of Facebook, I think that'll become less and less. Yeah. But for now, that's like the one social media that my like extended family is comfortable using. Yeah. Uh, and so I have to stick with it for that. You know, I, I don't, I don't really want to lose that connection to my aunts and uncles, especially my aunts and uncles, because I have a Canadian phone number now, yeah. like I can't like text my grandfather, yeah. but I can Facebook message him. Yeah. Um, and so it just becomes a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, we Absolutely. have a Fantaxia in the chat. <laughs> she has arrived the Dova queen of Twitch. Uh, and that just means it's a good time to remind you all that this Friday night, we're going to be playing some D&D with Fantaxia and our fellow friend Cappy Archer, who I believe is also still here, and mm-hmm. the playmat who has been in the chat throughout this conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be playing a one-shot D&D campaign about a family going on a Halloween-themed road trip. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be very fun. I'm very excited to explore being a father uh, <laughs> again. I've played a father in a few things. Um, um so I'm excited to to really find my inner dad again oh and embarrass the shit out of Fanta for four to five hours. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good time. I'm I'm excited to find my inner Xena warrior princess. Yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I think it's it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> Just lovely. It's gonna be fun. We are very very stoked. Um, if you want to catch that campaign, that is this Friday night, seven p.m. Eastern over on the Playmat's channel. If we have any mods, models, if you could, if you could throw a shout out to the Playmat just so that um, they can uh, they can find that channel if they'd like to go give a follow mm-hmm. and uh, catch that show on Friday night. We're very excited. Yeah. I've never played uh, D&D 5E. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be, this is going to be interesting. Um, it's like, here's the thing. The way that I know we play is definitely more focused on role-playing and mm-hmm. character stuff, you know, the rules and stuff is what we'll go over so that you kind of know how it all works. But it's going to be, it's you know, it's going to be mostly about creativity and, you know, Matt, can I do blank? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's, 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 it's fun. 
uh, Five E is nicely streamlined for accessibility. Yeah, I played three a lot in high school with my friends, um, and yeah, just and then never touched four, and then been too busy. You know, I you know I, I haven't really been in one place for a long time to do a campaign, so this yeah. is very exciting for me. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I I, I love the concept of. Or not the concept, sorry. I love the resurgence of pen and paper games. Yeah. I feel like in the last few years, and I know it's partially because of like Critical Role and um, uh, things like that, Dungeons and Daddies, that this like new wave of D&D podcasts. Yeah. I, I, there's been this really like huge resurgence of tabletop gaming and pen and paper gaming. Mm-hmm. And I'm really loving that. You know, there, there was this huge peak of video games for a long time. Um, because they just kept getting better and better and better and better and better. And mm-hmm. I feel like we've hit a plateau for video games a little bit. Yeah. Like, the graphics are getting better, but not so much that, like, it's life-changing. Yeah. It's just more fun. It's more immersive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the social reaction to this sort of plateauing of video games has been either VR mm-hmm. or splitting off into going back to D or to like D and to like these like theater of the mind things. Totally. Um, and aside from aside from like the cost of the books, I think D and D is a really like accessible way to game. Yeah, I mean, you can even find like um, uh, if you don't want to purchase like the physical books, um, like D and D Beyond mm-hmm. has a lot of the material there um, that you can explore. Um, and you know, some of it is behind a paywall because it, you know, it's, they have to make their money and, um, it's, you know, it's a complicated thing that a lot of people have put a lot of time and effort into. Well, Um, the site is gorgeous. Oh yeah. Like it's playing around with D&D Beyond to create my character for this campaign. I'm like, holy crap, this site is well made. Yeah. It's, it's very, very well done. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish we had a printer because I always love having the physical character sheets mm-hmm. if I can. Um, but unfortunately, we we do not have that. So we'll we'll probably be just using um, D and D Beyond. But plug for D and D Beyond. I'm excited it's to great. try. I'm excited to try having my character sheet on my iPad. iPad. I think that'll it's be, be fun. that'll be nice. When I had a, not this laptop, but I used to have a laptop that flipped all the way around into oh, a tablet, yeah. which is really nice to use. Um, mm-hmm. I do kind of miss that. Um, but it, it, the, the, the iPad should work great. It, um, it's not the physical paper, but it's more like that than having, I just don't like, it's hard when I I feel like people are like on the internet doing other things sometimes and like have a thing in front of their face. Mm -hmm. I like it. It's when we're playing in person anyways, which we unfortunately won't be because COVID and you know, we're going to be streaming it online. But, um, I love when I'm sitting at a table and there's no like screens or barriers in front of anyone except the DM. Mm -hmm. You know, I love when it's just the table and you know, an iPad or like a piece of paper or something. Yeah. I think it just opens up the room and lets you connect with your fellow party members. Which is what it's about, right? Like, I mean, D&D, so many of these games are really about, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say, I don't want to be cheesy, but like they're about friendship and they're about, um, you know, I I think there's a, to to go to this recent rise in D&D, I think a part of that was Stranger Things. I think Stranger Things introduced, there's a lot of like, I would say like 13 to 20 year olds who have never played D&D and probably had never really heard about D&D other than like jokes about D&D before Stranger Things. But now they know what it is. And and now they're into it. I see a lot of young girls on like TikTok who are very into D&D because of Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I think that's the power of 
Stranger Things, first of all. I think it's a, you know, I love it. I think it's an excellent show. But I think it's also Netflix. the power of, like, media that shows people being friends. Yeah. And then people in real life be like, oh, I want to be friends like that. Yeah. And then you realize that something like D&D really is the best way to, like, connect with people. There was a study I was reading recently um, saying that friendship happens when you spend 30 to 50 hours with someone. Mm-hmm. And that, like, that amount... And that's it, they were trying to figure out why adults had a harder time making friends than teenagers. And so they were saying, like, it's so easy for people in school to become friends with people because you are forced to spend the number of hours it takes to become real friends with someone yeah. together. And adults have a hard time putting that time in, finding yeah. that time. And so for something like D&D that puts you at a table for 10 hours sometimes... Or, you know, longer. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> if not 16 hours. Um, you know, the, that that kind of in-person connection to another human is hard to find. It's impossible to find online. But it's hard to find in any sitting. And I, I think it's really interesting to see th- these things come back. And I would love to see more yeah. d I would love to see, you know... I know there's a million D&D podcasts out there. And we might have one coming out next year. But... Um, Ooh, spoiler alert. That's not a spoiler. <laughs> We've talked about it in like 19 streams. I know, I know. Um, I just, I love it. I, I really love, I, I love these like interconnected, interpersonal games having a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, it's like, you know, I, I love even going back to like the board game structure with people. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that having that, having that is really exciting. And I'm excited that like D&D is becoming more mainstream because I only started a few years ago even though it was something mm-hmm. I kind of had always wanted to do but then uh, then I met other people who also wanted to play and we were like okay great we're we're gonna do it we're gonna figure this out and learn how to do it and you know made some uh, great friendships mm-hmm. and um yeah probably uh, like a, a, a big component of that is D&D yeah um, we have one last story that we want to talk about, yeah. uh, because not only is it the beginning of Halloween week, mm-hmm. but it is also beginning of Mandalorian week. Uh, season two of, ooh, Bunker Pirates loves your red lipstick. Thank you. Y- you went for it today. I did. You were like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be hot. <laughs> um, and I am allowed to say that because she's my wife. <laughs> I just, um, you know, wanted to try something new. No trailer today, Muddles. No, but uh, the the Mandalorian is coming out on Friday. So if you have Disney Plus, you will be able to catch uh, here in North America. I don't know how people around the world watch it, but um, you'll be able to watch it on Friday. And they have told us <laughs> that they are not putting out screeners to the press. Yeah. No one gets to see season two of The Mandalorian before season two happens. Yeah. Yeah. Normally... People would be, um, you know, normally they would send out um, the the episode for critics to review and to build up hype and that kind of thing. But Disney doesn't need that. Um, typically, Disney... typically, a season of television sends out uh, the first like three or four episodes. Yeah. Um, it, honestly, they send out more episodes depending on the length of the season. Fair enough. Um, uh, I know that I think for the boys season one they send out the first four, so they send out half the season to critics. Yeah. And. <laughs> Rock Mage says there's not needed. The hype is self-sustaining. Well, exactly. They don't... Yeah. They, they, they really don't need to do any work. They would rather... They would rather the internet remain spoiler-free mm-hmm. than try and hype it up. Like, And they really don't need to. I, I totally understand their thought process here. And I um, I think that it's it's earned. 
Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I think Game of Thrones did the same thing with the final season. Mm-hmm. They did not send out screeners for uh, the episodes. They probably knew how terrible it was. Nope, that's not what they were thinking, but sure. Um, Claris is still salty. I um, mean, I don't know. All the actors thought it was terrible, so someone on that production must have also... Claris is really salty about everything. Um, no, but Mandalorian, let's, let's, let's stay positive. Uh-huh. Let's stay, come on. Tracaris. Um... <laughs> I, uh, the Hero of Wind says that's either really cool or really worrying. I think it's very... it's. I think it's kind of actually kind of a nothing story. I, I think that, like, critics are going... Critics are losing their minds, right? Yeah. I think this is more a bad story for critics than it is any indication of the show. Yeah. I f- Just because... Look at season one. Like, this, the, 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 man, the fact that they kept Baby Yoda a secret for season one is a lot of why it was successful, I think. Yeah. It was a surprise. It was a yeah. delightful surprise. And now he's part of our show. Mm-hmm. Look at this little guy. Look at him. He's so cute. <laughs> um, but on the flip side of that, uh, this show is literally doing the most business ever. <laughs> Cheers, models. Cheers, models. Um, the, the show is the most popular streaming show. Yeah. They know they've got the numbers. So if you're not worried about numbers... Why, why, why give the press a chance to spoil anything? Yeah, 100%. On the flip side of that, if you're a reviewer, if you're a critic who hasn't had movies for months to review, whose YouTube channel or website is really struggling to pull in views right now because there isn't enough content. Look at us talking about, like, what, what news are we going to talk about? Like, yeah. not getting access to these screeners is a huge blow to your numbers because yeah. it means that you can't put your video up before other pe- before the audience has seen it. People yeah. aren't tuning in to find out if they should watch it. They're t- maybe tuning in after they've already watched it yeah. to see if they agree with you. Yeah. And I understand why for the um, for the audience or, or, or for the critics and for the, like, you know, the YouTube community of reviewers, this news is not great this year. Yeah. Um, there's probably a lot of people being like, ah, oh, Damn it, I was really hoping yeah. that I could put out my 5 million view review for that and make a little bit of money to pay rent this month. Um, yeah. And, you know, this is definitely going to push back on that. On the yeah. flip side, Disney's very interested in the show doing well and not as much in YouTubers making money off of them. Yeah. So it's tough, right? It, it is, it's, it's, tough. it's tough to make the argument against Disney in this case, mm-hmm. but I'm excited for the season. Friday. Yeah. Friday. It's so soon. It, like, kind of, like, snuck up on me. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait a second. That's this week. Like. I want to watch it, too. But I kind of wish it was, like, next Friday. I want to, like, get through Halloween. Like, yeah. everything is, like, Hall- with Halloween being on Saturday, everything is heading towards Halloween. Yeah. And I'm just kind of in a mindset where I'm like, I don't have room for another thing this week. I know. I know. Like, we're probably going to have to watch it on, like, Sunday. Yeah. Like, honestly, just with our schedule. Well, no, we'll watch it Friday night. After D&D? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll watch it Friday <laughs> I'm down. Because we have to talk about it Monday. Next Monday is going to be Mimosa Monday morning. Mimosa Monday. Um, Y'all, I think that's where we're going to call it for the show today. Yeah. Uh, that's everything we wanted to talk about. We just wanted to spend some time with you all this morning, like we do every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to... Say goodbye, but we have some things to plug. Mostly us. <laughs> the Nerdy Nightly. Uh, we'll be back every morning this week at 10 a.m. Eastern doing mm-hmm. more nightly morning shows. Um, but we are also going to be doing a very special nightly morning show next Monday. Yes. 
Mimosa Monday morning. Mimosa Monday. So we have a really exciting announcement for you guys mm-hmm. that we're going to drop on uh, one week today, um, same time, 10 a.m. Although, you know, the, what uh, we haven't decided when the announcement's going to happen. Probably in the last third yeah. Of the hour, um, and then after we're done the morning show for the news, we're gonna stay on and um, do kind of just chatting, hang out with you guys with some mimosas, do the like. We're gonna play the game. newlywed game because we are newlyweds. Yeah, so you know, answer questions about each other, it's, mm-hmm. and you know, answer any of your questions too. It's gonna be fun. It's it is going fun. to be a blast. Um, so you know, put in your calendars. We're gonna hang out. Yeah. Um, also, uh, yeah, Friday night D and D. Uh, Saturday is going to be some horror VR on your channel. Maybe on mine. We'll see. Yeah. David uh, has to hit his sub goal if you guys want to see him do some horror VR. I'm close, though. I'm you close. are. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's everything. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We're on TikTok now. So if you want to follow us on TikTok, we mostly po- post clips yeah. of uh, from the channel. But we are also going to put up some, like, uh, behind-the-scenes cosplay stuff and... Um, Stuff like that on there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rock Mage says TikTok. <laughs> you know what, Rock Mage? I hear you. I know. But it's where we get the most views. Yeah, weirdly enough. Like, I posted for the like uh, the very first thing on TikTok, and it got, like, 300 views, and I was like... Yeah. What? <laughs> um, I, I think, not, not to add another topic to the end of this conversation as we try and wrap up, but what TikTok does really well is um, let people find new content. Yeah. In a way that something like Twitch, like getting discovered or like getting found on Twitch is really hard. Yeah. It's easier for us for someone to scroll by and find us on TikTok and then maybe be yeah. interested and come check out more of our stuff. Yeah. So we're, we're mostly using it to promote this channel yeah. and your channel, but yeah. um, we're having a good time with it, honestly. Um, there's a lot of... The, the, the thing that's fun about TikTok to me right now is that we're getting comments from people who... Um, to, to, who comment like fun conversational yeah topics. like they actually yeah. like chat and stuff so it's kind of nice yeah i i thought i was gonna hate it but i'm actually i'm uh, it's fun i'm i'm excited to play around with it mm-hmm. um so if you want if you want to follow us in another place as if there's not enough already follow us there and uh, we'll have a good time and we're going to say adieu for now but we will see you no one is streaming today unfortunately because we have to go to kitchener for this photo shoot yeah my i did put my schedule out guys mm-hmm. i know i usually stream on mondays um but we do have a photo shoot this um afternoon slash evening and mm-hmm. um i'm not able to stream today but we uh, we have i have my full schedule out for the week so you can go check that out so we will see you all uh tomorrow morning 10 a.m eastern and then i'll be streaming tomorrow at 1 p.m eastern uh playing some horror game not sure which one yet but it's all it's gonna be a horror it's gonna be a week of horror folks yeah (laughs) thank you all for being here thank you for spending your morning with us and as we always say my name's david webb i'm Arielle edwards we get nerdy nightly no no do something nerdy tonight did i just try and start the show over again you did you did we're we're done (gasps) bye-bye bye-bye